Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for female runners wanting to resolve their chronic fatigue and return to their running with more energy. I'm your host, Pamela Otero, a nutritional therapy practitioner, a certified running coach, and someone who's personally traveled this path. If you're a woman who's frustrated with not being able to run the way you used to, and you're ready to ditch that energy-depleting fatigue, then sit back, grab your favorite glass of kombucha, and learn how it's totally possible for you. Pretty, perfect, and buttoned up beautifully. Oh, it's a lot of work. And for years, I worked so hard to do that, to hold it all together, to put a smile on my face and pretend I was just fine. And on today's podcast episode, I'm going to share with you why I did that, why I'm not doing it anymore, and how I hope I can help you if you're doing the same darn thing. But first, I want to thank you for joining me today, spending a little time with me again this week. If you're new to the podcast, I appreciate you being here and checking things out. So why did I spend so many years pretending, trying to be perfect and making sure my clients saw that I was always pulled together and just fine? Well, As their running coach, the expert, the one that they came to for advice with their running and fitness, I couldn't be broken down. I couldn't fall apart. How would that look? What would they think? Would they still look to me as the go-to for running advice? Those were actually the reasons, or really my concerns, that kept me pretending for so long. Because when someone's coming to me for coaching, for running advice to get healthy and strong, shouldn't I be the perfect representation of what that looks like? You might say, yeah, of course, that's why they're hiring you, Pamela. Well, the truth is, behind the scenes, I was broken down, falling apart, and seriously struggling with my health. And for years, I just did my thing as I struggled in silence, finding ways to hide it because of what my clients would think. And doing this made my health issues even worse. But I had convinced myself that as long as no one saw me falling apart, laying in bed after runs and workouts, then it was fine. So I kept pushing through. That was definitely something I was pretty good at and conditioned to do for years growing up. And if you've been listening to the podcast since I started, you'll probably know from episode two, you've probably already listened to that. Episode two, push through the pain and interesting things happen. You'll know that that's exactly what I was raised to do especially when it came to running. So I pushed through and I pretended. Running, teaching strength and spinning classes, 
operating a fitness studio, personal training clients, leading my running group, all while raising two kids, managing a household with our sweet dog buddy, and caring for parents who weren't always well. All of course, while doing all of that and dealing with financial stress caused by seven years of court battles with my ex-husband over child support, custody, and safety concerns for my kids. This was just my normal. This was just how things were, how I operated, and what I needed to do. And although those few family and friends who knew, who knew what was going on, meant well by telling me, Pamela, you got to rest. You got to do less. You need to find more help. The reality of my life, my day to day, and everything that needed to get done really didn't allow for that unless I had extra money, which of course I didn't. Now, I'm not sharing this with you to sound or be dramatic. I'm sharing this with you today because it's true. You see, I was in a daily state of survival each and every day for many years. And little did I know that all that grinding, pushing, and extreme stress that had compounded over years and years that I worked hard to cover up would add up to a body and a mind that was breaking down and falling apart. This compounding effect of stress triggered so many things in my body that after years of doing it day in and day out, it turned into chronic fatigue. Something you've noticed I've recently talked about on the podcast the last few episodes. There's a reason for all that. And this combination of adrenal exhaustion, chronic reactivated EBV, and an autoimmune disorder that I had, all of it finally converged and hit their limits and resulted in extreme fatigue. Now, you might be wondering why in the heck am I sharing all of this with you today on the podcast, right? Well, there's a couple of reasons. And one of them is you, which is why I'm sharing this. But also for a few other reasons. But first, you know, before I get into that, but first I want to explain why I finally got the courage to actually tell you about all of this. You see, back in October of 2022, my friend, who's also a previous running client and who's my current strength training partner, her name's Laura. We actually call each other sweaty sisters since we usually are pretty sweaty after our workouts. She had said a few kind words to me that really gave me a different perspective about what I had been hiding. And she helped me not feel so embarrassed about what I'd been going through and what I still go through. 
and what I manage or work to manage at least. And after one of our weekly strength um, workouts on Zoom, we were wrapping up our workout and chatting and talking about this specific trail we like to run. It's called Pinot Trail. It's beautiful. And I had suggested to her a new route that we could add on to that would be fun to explore and that would give us a lot more miles to cover. And originally in my head, when I was sharing this with her, I was thinking we could meet up at the trailhead one morning, run the route at our own pace and our own interval, but have the accountability of meeting up and doing it together. And after I explained to her the route that day, she mentioned that we should just run it together. Well, in that moment, during that conversation, I really felt that I had to come clean and tell her the truth about what I'd been dealing with because I needed her to know that I wasn't going to be able to run her pace or her interval, which I'd always been able to do. So I explained to her that all of the things I was telling her and other runners that were in my in-person group running program for years, all the things I had been telling her and those people when they had asked me over the years about what I was focusing on with my running and fitness, because those are the things we would chat about. Over those past few years, I would say things like, I'm spending quarter three of this year really focusing on healing my nervous system. Or I'd say things like, you know, I'm really needing to prioritize my rest right now, which is why I need to meet you for our strength sessions a little later in the morning. Or I'd even say things like, you know, I'm giving myself some breathing room to step back a bit (laughs) with my training for right now. So I'm not going to run that far far or do that race with you. I would say all those things, and they were just ways I'd been covering up what was really going on behind the scenes with my health and why I wasn't able to run the way I used to. But I didn't want to tell anybody that. So I explained to her, in that conversation that I had been dealing with chronic fatigue for years. And although it was getting a little better, that I needed to manage my running and my fitness differently because of these health issues that I was working through, and that I really needed to run a certain way in order to manage it, which was why I couldn't run her pace and her interval if we decided to do that new route together that I had shared. And after I shared that with her, feeling pretty embarrassed, honestly, because like I said, I'm the coach. I'm the one people look to, to lead them and set the example for them. After I told her that, she immediately told me that I shouldn't feel embarrassed, that all of what I was going through actually made me an even better coach. And that it was crazy that I felt embarrassed by it at all. And she went on to explain to me that she felt I was more relatable 
and real because I wasn't this perfect coach. And that it was actually really nice to know that her previous coach, because I don't coach her right now, that it was actually nice to know that her coach knows firsthand what struggle really feels like, not just with running in the general sense, but in life, and how that in her opinion, it was hugely valuable that I had that experience to share with others. And after we talked some more about it, I really felt this heavy weight lifted off my shoulders. This relief that I had finally told somebody outside my close-knit circle and that I didn't have to hide it or pretend or try to be perfect. Although I will admit it's still something I struggle with regularly. But her support and encouragement that day really made me feel not so embarrassed and not so inadequate because that's how I did feel. And she really helped me in that moment and during that conversation. She helped me to see that just because I was going through all of this, it didn't disqualify me as, a, as being a great coach. It actually added more depth to my coaching. And all those years, you know, I spent worrying and pretending and worrying about what others would think if I couldn't run the pace I used to or the interval I used to, or the distance I used to, because I was dealing with this fatigue, and worrying what people would say if I had to walk the entire time to manage my energy that day, or possibly being judged because I'd put some weight on because I couldn't run or work out as much, or as hard as I was used to. It really wasn't something that I needed to worry so much about anymore. And since that conversation with Laura, I'd really been thinking, I've been thinking a lot about it. Thinking about how my experiences, these challenges, these breakdowns and health issues of mine have actually been gifts in disguise, opportunities for me to really help other female runners, possibly you, navigate similar health issues quicker you know, help you fast track through your situation to a solution or cut to the front of the line, at least help you cut to the front of the line with the solutions so you don't have to struggle through it for years like I did. And also so you don't have to feel embarrassed or feel all alone in what you're going through if you're going through something like this. And I really thought after that conversation with her, I thought about how I now have another layer of experience in discovering ways to run my way, which is obviously a huge part of this podcast. It's part of the title of this podcast. You know, I have another layer of discovering ways to run my way while navigating what I was dealing with and what I continue to deal with. And I really thought about how I'm able to serve you in a way and serve women of all experiences in the running community, especially you as 
you know, a listener of my podcast, as well as others inside my coaching programs who might also be experiencing chronic fatigue, energy or adrenal issues, or maybe also have reactivated EBV like me, even though none of that was part of my original plan inside of my coaching with my running. And that's exactly why I wanted to share all of this with you today. Because you or someone you know might also be dealing with symptoms of fatigue and you're not quite sure why, or you might have been diagnosed with chronic fatigue because it is something you can diagnose for various reasons. And it's either made your running extremely challenging or it's prevented you from even running at all. And you too might be pretending like I was, you know, putting up a facade with your running and fitness because you're struggling to run and work out the way you used to. And you're also afraid of what others will think or say. And you're pretending may have nothing to do with chronic fatigue specifically or those other health issues that I mentioned that I'm dealing with. But it may have everything to do with other health issues that are causing you to have low to no energy. And if that's the case, I want to be the first to let you know that one, you are not alone, that I totally get it. I do. And two, if you're pretending to be perfect and polished all of the time, but it's a total front, maybe today's episode will encourage you to let that all go and just release that self-imposed expectation or belief that you have. Remove that weight you're carrying on your shoulders to make it seem like everything is totally fine when it's absolutely not. And if you're someone who is feeling run down, depleted, maybe extremely exhausted, and you don't want to end up where I was, I want to encourage you to start extending yourself some grace, some compassion, and some serious rest. Start putting your health front and center and your running and your other workouts on the back burner for right now. As I move forward each week inside the podcast, I'm going to be talking more about all of this. More about running strategies and healing protocols. I'll be talking with you about mineral balancing, which I'm sort of obsessed with lately. I'll be talking about holistic movement and what that means in relation to healing and true wellness. I'll be talking about energy management, all the ways to do all the things that you love even if you're not necessarily navigating health issues, but you're feeling like in your life, there's a lot of stress going on 
And you really need to figure out how to manage your energy so that you can work through those stressors. You know, I'll also be talking more in the upcoming episodes about having self-compassion and a flexible mindset with your running and your workouts. Because let me tell you, that is something that I feel we all need to have, regardless of having any health issues. We need to have more self-compassion and extend ourselves more grace. So I'll be talking a little bit more about that and what a flexible mindset is and how you can use that with your running and your workouts, regardless of what your health issues are or are not. And of course, I'll continue talking about general running stuff that will continue to help you run your way. But I'll also be sharing more about the root cause work that I do and how nutritional therapy can support you, again, regardless of health condition, conditions you may or may not have. And if you're interested in learning more about any of that, or all of that, you know, learning more about solutions to help you navigate your journey of chronic fatigue and dealing with low energy and how to get it back, then I really want to welcome and encourage you to continue to join me each week here on the podcast. I am really looking forward to going deeper with you this year. I know we are at the beginning of 2023 at the time of this recording. You may be listening to this later in the year, but I'm really looking forward to going deeper with you in these areas this year and using my unfortunate experience even though it wasn't part of my original plan, to serve you better and help you do more of the things you love, which I can bet one of them is probably running. And if you know of another woman that needs to hear this, that's been dealing with these sorts of things too, please share this episode with her. I'd love to have your help in letting other women know that there is a way to continue running despite having chronic fatigue. There is a way to reduce it, to resolve it, and to eventually return to your running. I hope you'll take some time today after thinking about all that I've shared to really decide how best to run your way. And for you, that might even mean not running at all today. But if you're feeling energized or you need to move your body gently, then I would love it if you would go grab your running shoes, lace up, and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. Until next week, my friend. 